talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. And welcome to this episode of The Artist Interview, a podcast by Hope FM. I'm your host, Gordon T, and I get the absolute pleasure of talking to some of the amazing stars in the world of contemporary Christian music, going behind the scenes a bit, finding out about their life, their faith, their music, uh, the highs and lows in their lives. And this week, we've got absolute megastar. Um, the band is for King and Country. Uh, Joel Smallbone is going to be joining us. So let's hear a clip right now from that first track. It's their brand new track. It's called Relate. We both know what it's like to be her. We both know what it's like to feel pain. But I think it's safe to say we're on to better days. Can you, can you relate? And that was Relate. It's the new track by For King and Country. And I'm very pleased to say for the very first time, we're, we're joined here on Hope FM by Joel Smallbone. Hey Joel, how are you doing? Oh, good day from the from from the United States. I'm I'm um I've just worked out, Gordon. So it was a good time. I've got the blood flowing. Yeah. And I'm ready I'm ready to chat. So nice to see you. Nice to hear your voice. Pumped up, pumped up, man. Very feel very American. Very American right now. I've got my pump on, you know, as they love to do. Yeah. <laughs> you are of course uh, Australian. You and your brother Luke, but, but you live in Nashville. That's true. I'm in Nashville right now and um we reside here. We married Americans, and uh, we're very much uh, dual, dual citizens now. But we're very much most of our lives have been in the states, and our accents are, are very sort of confused as a as a result. So, do do Americans think you're Australian, and Australians think that you're American, or, or what? Oh, for sure, man. You go you go back to Australia, and everyone's like, "Mate, where are you from?" <laughs> You know, and it's like, well, actually, you know, here. And, then, and then you come over here and it's like, man, where are y'all from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Now, most of our listeners will be familiar with the King and Country because I've got to be honest, you are an epically big band, very, very well known. Uh, so you've had over 2 million monthly listeners on Spotify alone, over a billion streams over all platforms worldwide. Now you're from quite a large family, but even if we allow for all of your family listening to your yeah. uh, tracks, those figures are still very, very large, aren't they? Well, it's 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 sort of hard to, some of it's hard to put into into your, your mind. You know, I, I think the thing you always take away from numbers, you've got to stay focused on the people, right? You get really caught up in in numbers, and it's just a dangerous game. But what what's beautiful, I think that Luke and I both really celebrate, is that behind every single number is a life and a soul and and someone that Lord willing is, is is connecting with these songs and these ideas in in the way that we did when we when we wrote them and penned them. So, yeah, it's a, it's a special, it's a special sort of slightly embarrassing but special statistics as well. Oh, you know what? That's a lovely response, and I think you genuinely mean it as well because the stuff you write about it clearly has God right in the middle of it. Do you want to just quickly tell listeners a little bit about your journey of faith? Yeah, yeah. Well. I was fortunate, Gordon. I, you know, we grew up in Australia, like I mentioned, and Australians sort of, you know, Australians, the, the, the no worries mate culture, you know, it's sort of eat, drink and be merry because tomorrow we die. And there's something charming about it in certain areas, we just stress levels and whatnot. But when it comes to faith and it comes to believing in someone greater than yourself, I think as Aussies, you know, if I could diagnose us, we have a bit of a hard time with it. And I was, on the contrary, very fortunate to grow up in a family that it was sort of 
had a lot of generational faith and very genuine, you know, grandparents were ministers and violinists and poets. And, and so music and faith were always things that were around our house uh, um, growing up. And um, dad was a concert promoter as well. So he would bring over artists in the eighties and, you know, Striper and Whiteheart and, yeah. and, and Amy Grant and Carmen, all these, you know, all these old rockers and artists and pop singers. And so you, you just had music always kind of in the house. But um, as the story goes, he lost a quarter of a million dollars um, on a tour. Um, the, the, the people just didn't show up at, at the concerts, my dad. And, and he'd always felt a prompting actually to come to the States and to come to Nashville. And he went to mom and he basically said, look, there's nothing left for me here. Like other than becoming a real estate agent, which was just not his thing. It's like, there's nothing for me to do. I'm a creative. And he said, what if we went to the States just for two years? And so we sold what little we had left. Six kids. Wow. Gordon, six kids and one, and one on the way. And we moved halfway around the world to, to Nashville because he'd been offered a job. We got here. He lost his job. Oh, doesn't sound good. No, no. We really dove into the depths of faith at that point. Um, prayed for everything because we had nothing. We're sleeping on beds made out of clothes. And um, really rallied as a family. We raked leaves in the autumn and we mowed lawns in the summer and Rebecca and mum cleaned houses. And then around that time, our sister, our older sister, Rebecca, started, um, she was always loved singing. And dad took her to a bunch of record labels. And, and, and the very last one he went to, as the story goes, he got, he, she got signed. And then we just sort of traveled together as the, the Australian Von Trapp family, you know, and, and, and jumped in a 15-passenger van. And, and, and that's where Luke and I really learned the, the beauty of music. We fell in love with music, saw the impact of music, what it means to put together a live show. And just for listeners at home to say the Rebecca that you're talking about is, of course, the absolutely wonderful Rebecca St. James. Yes, and you guys have always been so kind um, to her, particularly internationally. It's been really special. Um, and so, yeah, we... we uh, we learned the ropes under her tutelage. And it's fair to say without Rebecca, there would be no ficking in country in many ways. So that's a bit of a bit of a snapshot into our journey. But faith is just sort of the through line. And Jesus is the through line of, of the whole thing. Um, it always has come back to, to him and come back to that. And, and we're very grateful for that. It's, it's, it's kept us in good stead, I think, as a, as a family. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be at the center of everything, right? especially when you're in the limelight. The things you're doing, it would be so easy to get pulled to the left yeah. or to the right. It's wonderful that you've managed to steer that straight course. So the next track we've got um, from you is called Amen. Uh, listen to some of that right now. All the people say... Uh, Joel, off the back of that, would you be happy just to quickly pray for our listeners who are going to be in all sorts of different places in their journey? Yeah, oh, well, it seems very apt, doesn't it, uh, to, to pray after a song called Amen, after all. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let, let, me, let me offer a word. God, um, first of all, we thank you for the simple things that we take for granted, all the not-so-simple things. We thank you for technology. Thank you that we can reach across oceans, and connect, and see one another, and hear one another. 
um, and, and even coming out of such a, a dark time, um, to be able to, during that time, have had the technological advancement to be able to connect with our loved ones while we're physically isolated. We just recognize that. We thank you for that. Thank you for the minds that put that together. We thank you for music and the ability to be able to reach into each other's lives and, 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 and offer a bit of hope. Um, we thank you that we're in this moment now. And although there are always uncertainties in future, um, there are always fears um, that we're able to come to you and very um, beautifully sort of as, 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 as a body really, as a group of people come together and, and offer our concerns and our fears to you and trust that you will take them. And, 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 and you will redeem them and restore them and, and turn them into hope and turn them into peace. And so I just I pray that right now. I pray for Gordon. I pray for his family. I pray for every listener. I pray for every viewer. Um, just for a sense of peace. I pray that they will find it in themselves to be curious about you, curious about other people, um, to set aside judgment and, 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 and embrace love and compassion and empathy. Yeah. And um, that we will find joy in it all, that we'll choose it, we'll, we'll really focus on it. Um, when we, I believe we desperately need it. So thank you for this time. And uh, we thank you for the connection once again that we're able to have from oceans away. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Joel. Um, our time is limited today. This is an abridged version of the artist interview. So it would be great if we could just find out a little bit about what you guys are doing in the current season. I know you're touring. Yes. I, and I yes. know you were meant to be coming to the UK it was at, around 2020 time sometime, which obviously was cancelled. <laughs> uh, but I've looked through your list and I haven't spotted any UK um, things on that tour yet. Are there, are there likely to be some? That's the hope, Gordon. You know, um, we're right in the middle of working on a new project. Oh, thank you. I love that. If you didn't, if you didn't hear his excitement, you could see his excitement. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, I was, I, cheering. I, I was cheering, man. <laughs> you know, it was, it was sort of a, um, um, you know, for all of us last year was such a economically confidence wise, health wise was such a loss. Right. And, and, and for us, we had, I remember saying at the beginning of the year, we just had the greatest year of touring lined up. Part of it was coming across the pond, you know, and in fact, the first tour we had was uh, with our British, uh, fellow British Commonwealthers, the Canadians. We had our first ever coast to coast tour lined up. We started it on March 12th. I mean, March 10th, excuse me. And then on March 12th, obviously, is when everything sort of went sideways. Oh. And so we got gosh. two shows into about 20. And um, oh, gosh. so we still want to make good on a lot of those promises. We still want to make good on the Canadian promise. And then preceding that, we were in Australia. It was the first time we'd ever been down to Australia and just had, we played the Sydney Opera House and just had a marvellous time. Um, and so we're really, it's, it's, a, it's a, an active conversation of just when and how we really want to get over with this new record as it releases. We really want to get over and present it fresh um, to you all and, and, and be at festivals and doing our own sort of touring situation. We, we would love it. So I can't offer more than that right now, but I just, I, I want to say that the intent is there and the conversations are happening. Now it's just a matter of how does the world sort of continue to, pan out over the next little while you know of course no that does put a lot of limitations on what might be wise and exciting to do at other times so 
no promises, but in your heart, you would like to come to the UK when it's appropriate to do so. Is that a fair thing to say? Oh, absolutely. I said uh, there are two places. I, I say this quietly, but not so quietly. Like I love playing in Australia. There's something about it being the home, your homeland, and you just not. I was never quite sure whether we'd be accepted. But there's something about playing our homeland that just felt really beautiful. And then I don't know if it's because our moniker is inherently, you know, British, you know, or English, you know, yeah. or if Australians part of the country. I don't know what it is, but it, it sort of feels like the, you know, Europe, the UK, even Europe, just feels like a home away from home. And um, so there's such a such an excitement to be able to present music um, in, in that regard. So yes, the short the shorthand answer is absolutely. We can't wait. We just want to do it well and want to do it right and, and honourably. You know. Well, we, we will look forward to it when you, when you can come. So, and we we bless you as you go about the rest of this tour, uh, wherever it might take you. Um, am I right? You're working on a, a musical title called the, the Drummer Boy. Can you tell me something <laughs> about that? Yeah, we did a so we did a film a couple of years ago um, called Priceless. It was sort of the love story, um, but we it, and but it was. A, set in the world the tragic world of, of human trafficking it was a very hard film it was an independent film and um we've always been a theatrical band and it was just such a great medium to be able to tell in a song under the same title just to be able to sort of cross-pollinate and tell a story on a wider scale and so we actually drama boy is um it's set in the american civil war it's a musical um it's set over three christmases and um so it's in the 1800s and it's about two brothers who end up on opposite side of the, sides of the war. And speaking of the pandemic, man, I, we were meeting with Lionsgate, which is an American film company over here. We've done, we've done scouting in Romania, a week of scouting, because uh, they, they shot um, Cold Mountain with Nicole Kidman and Jude Law. They shot it over in, in there's a Civil War film as well, over, over in, um, in Romania. And it is a very similar typography to Tennessee. Um, where this film is sort of based and, and they had great incentives. So we'd, we'd have the whole thing sort of lined up. Um, so we've, we, the, we've leapfrogged this record. We basically said, hey, let's do what we can do during this time. Films are very hard, as you know, to make during a pandemic. So we, we really went in and, and, and worked on some new music. So that's become our focus. But we've got not only Drummer Boy, but we've got another film that we're developing as well um that we're really excited it's just a timing thing now similar to the, the uk conversation you know when the touring conversation it's just a timing question of timing but it it will happen um just in the right moment i think that makes a lot of sense as well just say the first track we played called relate it's your brand new track and that's just entered our hope fm charts here in the uk but i thought you might like to know that on the hope fm charts since 2012 for King Country have been in the top 20 for a total of 261 weeks. So we absolutely love you guys. You've had 24 weeks at number one with various tracks and you've also had 10 top 10s. So wow. we, we're, we're so grateful you spent time with us. I know you've got to head off to your next call, but before you do, can you very quickly introduce the next track? Yeah. God only knows. Why did you write that track? What's it about? Yeah, well, Gordon, thanks for the time. And, and, and I'm sorry that it's uh, we're subject to brevity, but we'll, we'll find another moment. Um, look, um, it was a it was a gift. It's sort of similar to relate in in you want to write songs always that are you know um, rel relatable so to speak to the time that you're in. But the distance between the desire to do that and then actually sort of penning a song 
that is relatable. There's a long distance between the two. And very fortunately, um, with God only knows, as well as relate, but, but specifically God only knows, um, it was this moment of, I'd, I'd written that phrase down. I just thought, I don't know if you say it over there, but a lot of people over here is an oh, God only knows why this sort of stuff happens, you know, and, and it's, and it's always kind of said in, in, a, in, in jest and in a yeah. bit of a negative yeah. light. Um, and I was so fascinating because my genuine belief is, yes, actually, God does only know a load of things. And yet, he still loves us. He still wants us. He still chooses us. He still accepts us. He's still knocking at the door and he knows all of our crap, maybe even better than we know because we self-deceive. I self-deceive myself all the time, you know, maybe better than we know ourselves. And yet on the contrary, here we are as a human race who barely know anything about one another, about the traumas that we've faced, about the loneliness and the loss that we've faced, about what personality type we have what makes our brain tick and yet we're so quick to just ruthlessly judge one another and i just thought i just thought what an incredible notion that yeah god only knows all the crap we've been through but there's this superhuman kind of love that god only knows and maybe if we could take some notes from that and really find our self-worth in that maybe that would actually change the way we interact with each other on a day-to-day basis and we would just be a little bit little bit more loving and a little bit more understanding you know? but there's a kind of love that god only knows god only knows what you've been through god only knows what they say about you but god only knows the real you because there's a kind of love that god only knows and that was God Only Knows by For King and Country, featuring, of course, Dolly Parton. And I've got to say thank you so much to Joel for sparing time to talk to us today on the Artist Interview on Hope FM. I should also say there are loads of other podcast episodes from artists with amazing stories to share that we'd love you uh, to go and listen to. Just pop onto your favourite podcast platform and search up the Artist Interview. In fact, it'd be great if you could like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, because we want to spread this blessing. Really appreciate your time listening today and look forward to joining you for the next episode of The Artist Interview. God bless you. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview.